Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast. I want to give a big shout out to Drizzly. Y'all go check them out. It's a new app. It's an alcohol delivery service. We appreciate y'all coming on board. Uh, Nobles Networking, Williams Tire, everybody associated with us, Red Circle, Par Hopper. We thank y'all for everything that y'all do. I'm at Lake Martin right now in Alabama, and I'm with two of my best friends in this world. We've had a very good time today. This um, this podcast is going to be a whole lot of sideways, so just hold on and laugh and have a good time with us. I'm here with Lee Tucker and Dustin Heron, and uh, we're going to start off. But By the way, Dustin, thank you for letting us come here for free. We appreciate that. Hey, because I'm just as free as you, Walker. I know, but you know. <laughs> I get to come every once on a blue moon, and when we do, this place is nice as fuck. Yeah, and the point is, we gotta uh, make it look as good as it did when we got here. When we leave, well, then that just means we don't need to fuck up nothing. Exactly. That's why we're doing the podcast now, so we can. Oh, I get it. We don't want to talk about everything we tore up later. That'll be a Sunday podcast. That's a Sunday. That's podcast. when we ain't here to get our. Well, we are from. grown ups now, right? And uh, we. Uh, it's a matter of opinion. No one asked you. We're all grown ups. And we're gonna respect. This is a home, okay? That's what I got told a long time ago. This is a home. Well, I just appreciate your family having us at their home because this is fucking nice. Oh yeah. Don't you thanks, I'm not talking to you, Josh. I'm talking to Lee. Lee's Lee. Lee's, Lee's gonna treat the this, last. Lee's gonna treat this like a five star uh, hotel. He's gonna want to know why there ain't a Guatemala in there. He's way more respectful about this shit than I am. I mean, I'm not gonna fuck you. I'm not even gonna unfold like untuck the covers. It doesn't matter because I don't want to have to tuck them back in. You're gonna look like Carl Childers just like sit on the edge of the bed all night (laughs) and then just wipe it off. Because I don't want to fuck shit up. (laughs) Well, it doesn't matter because you're gonna we have to we're gonna wash the sheets and stuff on so you enjoy it. Mi casa es su casa, man. No, it casa es don't speak Spanish. We make the thing up. I don't know why we do that when in the south. Why did it just look so like? What is the word I'm looking for? Majestic? No, it wasn't majestic. <laughs> like it was his natural habitat when he started speaking uh, Spanish. Well, it was the fun. That was Italian, I believe. Was no, it Italian? It, no, 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 no. So the so he it, says casa. Let me talk real yeah. quick. I, I did learn a little bit of Spanish in high school, oh. but it's <laughs> so funny when you have like migrant workers that work like for you. We hit me and my buddy had a uh, little. Uh, I guess you'd call it produce type business one summer. And for some reason, we think when we speak to the people that speak Spanish, uh, we add that Spanish accent to English. I do that at Chinese restaurants. And I'm like, why do we do that? We're not making it any easier on them. Let me tell you what my granddaddy does. My granddaddy just speaks English louder. <laughs> like he'll, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, they'll be like, see, n- no, 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 understando. And grandpa'll be like, the drywallow, hango. And they're like, that's no. what I'm, that's what I'm, no, 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 that's what I'm talking about. There's no such thing as drywallow. There's no such thing as hango. We just pretend with our, you know, our redneckness. <laughs> we just say, we want you to go pick up a the uh, drywaller and put it on the waller. Like we're working really hard with this Cuban accent that we have no reason to be doing that. <laughs> you still don't say. I'm, my daughter does not like going to Chinese restaurants with me because I have a really bad habit. Of they'd be like, uh, what do you want to drink? I'd be, oh, I want the sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boy, bring me the, the sesame chicken. And I'm telling you, I don't mean to. Like, I'm obviously, like, overplaying it now. But they'd be like, you no. want water? And I'd be like, oh, I want the water. No. <laughs> Dos waters. Dos. And, and then that's where you get that. And then they're like, this some bitch been. You actually, if you speak in real Spanish, it'd be dos aguas. I understand that, but we ordering Chinese, man. But all the Mexicans in the back of the Chinese place cooking know exactly what you're talking exactly. about. I, I still don't understand. <laughs> that's where Lee Tucker comes in. No, he's <laughs> right. Nail on the head. The one in Eastman, <laughs> the one in Eastman, that's all that cooks in the back is Mexicans. And they can cook They yeah. can cook at the fucking Mexican restaurant. They can cook at the Chinese restaurant. Mexicans, please keep feeding my fat ass. I love you very hey, much. Hey, that place, by hey. the way, it's your birthday. Uh, two days ago was your birthday. I'm yeah. glad you, that uh, I get glad, to spend it with I, you again. But that Mexican one. restaurant you took to me to the other night. Ooh. I don't know what that place was, but that L- fucking dude, best Mexican I ever had in my life. The first one was in America's Georgia, and it's it's phenomenal. And then they built one, like, because I was working in America's, and I ate there, got drunk there. I was like, this is the best Mexican food ever. And they're like, 
we're building another one in Douglas, Georgia. I was like, fuck, dude, that's 25 minutes from Hazelhurst from where I'm from. I was like, hell yeah. So, yeah. What did you make me order? It was the Downtown Americas. It's like a fajita with a burrito on top of it. I don't know what it is. It's (laughs) fucking amazing is what it is. With cheese dip and... It was made by God. And we are talking about people working right now, like, uh, you know, people at the Mexican restaurant or Chinese restaurant. Hats off to those people because they're actually working. Appreciate you. One of our uh, little hometown, uh, my brother doesn't ask me to do much. He's he's pretty got his little routine, but he asked me to go eat at one of our favorite hometown diners called Mom's Kitchen in Hartford, Alabama. I've been there. And when we went there, they were working their butts off because there was only about four of them, or there used to be about eight of them. And uh, so hats off to the people that are still going to work. Appreciate y'all. That's why, you know. What did you, you think it. about that? What you did either it. one of y'all think about it to where now everybody's just like, there's nobody wants to work? I can't, I'll say this, I can't blame somebody who's been working already 50 hours a week and they're only bringing home $500 or whatever the number is. I don't know. Yeah. And if they don't go to work, they make more money than that. That you can't, I can't blame somebody for doing that. But. It's not sustainable. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah. It won't last. And 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 unfortunately, if you, if you if you do go, this is just me. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But I'd feel like if you quit working at your uh, waitressing job or whatever your job is to go get a, uh, you know, the the assistant coming in the check or whatever. When you try to come back, when they cut those checks off, somebody else has took your job, and they might be faster than you, better than you, and. Next thing you know, what you going to do now? Now you're back on that government assistance or whatever it is. And unfortunately, when you get that, you don't really get a say on how you do with or what you do with your money. You seen Star Wars? It's a trap. (laughs) Is that how it works? It's a trap. I just sent a text message. Well, I actually just posted a Snapchat of all three of us. Oh. Uh, Lee, you know how horrible of a speller I am. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you something that I just did, and I had to delete it real fast for anybody else saw it. Uh-oh. I posted the video of us, and it was supposed to say on location. You know what the video said before I deleted it? What? On lactation. <laughs> I just ha- so happened to catch it real fast. <laughs> I did not know that was a side effect of COVID, but yes. it could be. It could be. There's, there's a whole lot of side effects of COVID going on right now around us. So we might as well just go ahead and dress the elephant in the room. It's not Tucker, though. I think I think I had it first. No. I think I gave it to Tucker when he came to his birthday party. I don't have it. This is last year. Oh, what happened last year? Oh, no, no, no. Year. He had it last year, and he said the same thing. I don't feel like I have COVID. No, because all I did was sneeze, and I got a runny nose, and that's what I got and right then, now. <laughs> and then you had COVID. And then we but all I wait. didn't get sick. I just continued to have a runny nose and so we have to feel the days. we have to fill the viewers in and give them a backstory. We all decided last night it would be easier just to come on up here. Let's all just get here late. That way we can get. Before up. you start telling this long ass story, give me that pen. Um, I'm sorry, buddy. I don't. I don't. I'm it's not right. sponsored by Biz. I don't know how I got in front of me sorry. or uh, Sharpie or any of those things. Hashtag to Delta Eight. We appreciate your sponsorship. Now Man. we'll uh, give us some money. That is very much a great thing as a you know a replacement for Cetraline, which is also. Uh, Knock off. Antibiotic. <laughs> all right, so backstory now. Here's what happened. All right. We all show up at the lake. It just started yesterday morning. Yeah. It wasn't my fault. But I had, back, back last year, you had the same symptoms you're showing now, and yeah. you said, I don't feel like I have COVID. And I didn't, COVID. Feel, I didn't feel like I had. I've tested positive for COVID last year, but I don't. Like I said, I sneezed more than usual. It was in, like, August. I thought it was just allergies. The tests for COVID came back positive, but that's still all I did was I sneezed like two or three more days, and uh, then I lost my sense of taste Listen, and smell. Man, I don't, I don't, I ain't trying to make this political, but are you trying to tell me that you don't believe that when you tested positive for COVID back then that you actually had COVID? Because no, you keep saying I think you I keep did. you keep saying the test said I was positive, but honestly, I, I feel like the only reason that makes me think I had it. Okay, I'm almost 40, and I'm over 100 pounds overweight according to what the BMI index says I should be. Oh, fuck BMI. So I'm just, I'm just saying. They screwed me on you my, beautiful ro- just the way my you royalty are. checks. Yeah, oh, different say, BMI. Different BMI. 
That body mass index, bro. Anyways. They own by the same <laughs> company, bro. Yeah, sorry. Songwriters thing in BMI. Anyways, but uh, no. So actually last week, there's some people I know in Hazelhurst, two of them, got a test, said it was, they were positive for COVID. Then they actually went to the hospital. They bought all this medicine and shit. Oh, shit, I might die. The actual, because the same day they te- they went and got a real test or whatever where they send it off and it comes back and blah, blah, blah. Those came back negative. So there there was two false positives right there, but I guarantee you those fucking positives are still going down on the numbers as positive COVID. I think everybody's got it now. I think, I think, yeah. I think everybody's got it, and the sad thing is is that the people that's not going to do good with it yeah, they're not going to do good with it, whether it was the flu or anything. Like well, I, that, that's why I feel like, um, you know, like I said, if I had it last year, me being almost forty, I can't believe you will just not admit that you had COVID last I'm year. I'm not saying I did. All didn't. of our friends that you were hanging out with had it. I, I know, COVID. and y'all are ten years younger than me, and damn, and and half my size, and y'all damn near died. Had my fat ass not like, how was I not sick? I sneezed. We're me and you are built for survival. Yeah. We don't but, starve uh, as quick as they do. Yeah. I, don't I, I swear, I thought I was dying. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. I, I, felt, see, I, never, I, felt I didn't really feel bad, bad with mine. I, I couldn't taste or smell. Yeah, that's, that's the not only what thing. I'm saying. I'm just saying, Lee, honestly, in your given situation right now, to me, it would make more sense for you to agree that you already had it last year. I feel you, like I had it because I lost my sense of taste and but smell. But did you not get a positive test last I year? I got a positive test. Exactly. So I let's let's just Let's just assume you did have it. What I'm saying is, with you right now, the way you're approaching COVID and everything else, you've in. This is the way I'm just. This is just me thinking. If Lee Tucker's already survived COVID without a vaccine, without this and that, yeah, and he's agreeing he's not in the best shape of his life, that is giving you bonus points when you say I'm not getting vaccinated. I'm not doing this shit. Yeah, it didn't kill me before. Ain't gonna kill me again. What they're saying now is the Delta or the but when you start variant, I get all that. But when he starts saying, I ain't even sure I had it then, that then, then that leads me to have to say, Lee, well, if you didn't have it, you don't know whether or not you're going to survive it when you actually get it or not. So uh, all this stuff you bumping. Either, I feel like I had it. Like, if there's anything, it's like, I got. I feel like I had it. I, hold like, I know what he means, though, because I'll go ahead and tell you. But what I'm saying is, like, I, if I got a little cancer, like, eh, that should have buffed out. I'm just saying, like, but I ain't got stage four. I'm fucking dying. I think I had a smidgen of COVID. You no, don't I, get <laughs> I know. It's either you have it or you I don't. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a know, fucking but, joke, but, but I'm just saying. I, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Either either he's had it and he can say, I had it and I survived it. And I but know I, get, I can live it. If I get it again, I know I can survive it again. But if he says, I ain't even sure I had it. Like he's some super mortal. That doesn't no, get no, it. no. Well, then guess what? If he hasn't had it and he gets it, he don't know what it's going to do to him. That's all my point is. I oh. know I had it, but I never went and got tested for it. That's fine. I you're, knew you're, I knew I never got tested, but I knew saying, I lost I lost saying. my taste and smell. It had to be that. And yeah. I get that. And you're not saying that you survived something you may or may or not have. He's saying I survived something I may or may not have, so I ain't worried about it. And I'm like, well, if you didn't actually have it, you ain't sure you really survived it. That's what my point is. I got you. I know what you're saying. Without a hundred percent like yeah. certainty, you to can't, be honest yeah. with you, I, I told my dad this yesterday. I honestly believe with all my heart, last, not last year, but actually 2019, it was like towards the end of the year, I felt worse than I have ever felt. It hurt for me to even roll over in bed. I had coughed so much that my sides, my back hurt. I was sore. It could have been the flu. That's could what I'm saying. I mean, early, it, and I mean, and that all... could have almost killed me. That I was didn't the go get... flu. The flu can no, kill you. No, I don't you. think it was. Same thing happened to me in January of 2020. Before anything yeah, before started any coming this, out, I was like, man, I got the sickest I, I have I'm almost ever been in my life. And then Same. I got out of bed for like two or three days. And I'm not Same. just playing But devil. I tested negative for both strands of the flu. I didn't know it was corona at the time. That's what Nobody I knew what it was. And yeah, I didn't know. It was already I think here. that's what it was. That's, that's what I honestly think I had it survive that because I damn near, it legit hurt me to breathe. So that's you the, think you probably had it in I think I had it then, and then I got it in 2020 in like August. It and it's like, oh, fuck, you just sneezed and got the sniffles because you've already had this shit. And, and the thing is, so just to clarify, we have other friends coming in this weekend. I went ahead and went, sit in line for three fucking hours today and got tested again. <laughs> 
and it came back negative. So I'm definitely negative on the COVID right now. So for I don't third, have negative. For the third time. For the third time. I wish you could have seen his face and my face when we could not find you a place for you to go get tested. I was so we, mad. Oh, no, I told him. I was like, we're going to get back to the house. He's going to be gone. So, like, when I messaged you and I was like, hey, I just want to know how you're feeling or whatever, and I was, like, joking with you, I said something about, what did you make uh, me say? I was That ew. it was 70% of the tests aren't oh, yeah. accurate oh, after, or whatever? After he got his – after he sat in line for three hours and got his negative COVID, yes. I said – Tell him he still needs to go get the over-the-counter one because you know them other ones ain't but 70% accurate. Lee messages me back, and he's like, if I need to fucking leave, I'll just leave. Like, y'all just got it. Y'all just got it. I done got all the goddamn testing I'm getting. I am done testing. I'm done sitting in line. Some motherfucker pulled up behind me in that line while I was sitting there with that goddamn Boom, all that goddamn, uh, I don't even know boom, what to call boom. it. Yeah, no, it's no, a up, fucking throw them up, box. Throw them up, throw whatever. Them up. And I'm talking about, boom, we're in a goddamn COVID boom, line, motherfucker. We already got headaches and don't feel good. Why you got that? Goddamn. He's just trying to get out of get work. Get your ass back to the trailer park, Judas, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't deal with this. I almost got out. And I was like, I don't need to. You did not almost get out. I won't. I you know. wanted to. I wanted you to. You did almost. But he was like, <laughs> no, I did, but I was like, out of respect. I don't need the goddamn. I'm out of respect. Sick. He, he didn't want to give anybody else COVID. He was yeah. like, yeah. that's all he, he wanted. Like, I was like, I was going to have to put my mask on. I don't want to bitch at somebody through a mask. <laughs> Why I can't would you take you serious? I'm just saying. No, no, I'm just picturing you. I like, was in I've a mood you. that if I said something. I would have been calling y'all to get me out of jail. I I've ain't. seen you mad. Like I don't yeah, know how many I of can't. your friends have seen you mad. Have you ever seen him mad? Um, only about like he's seen me like minor either. things. I've like seen not him big things. I've seen him fucking mad. Let me tell you, Lee Tucker. I don't feel like is a very aggressive person, but you piss him off and you take him too far. Oh goddamn! Like I don't it's like rough. like that. I don't feel it's like rough. That. I hate getting like that way. But the one time I've seen him that way, I was like. All right, like I don't want to like this is my boy. I got his back regardless. I will say this: I'm scared. I've heard him talk to somebody who needed to be talked to. You know what I mean? When somebody just needs to be talked yeah. to. And let me tell you, he needed to talk to them two weeks ago because he done let it build up so bad. He done rehearsed this. Like, he lit into <laughs> him. It was like a Saturday Night Live sketch because I'm talking about he was tearing them from one end to the other. You're and not, I was like, there's nobody ever got to talk to. Because like I that. hope situations correct themselves and people are smart enough to like not just continue being a goddamn idiot. But if you can't help yourself, I will let you fucking know. Once he made that mind up, I go, oh, no, he, said, he said, I'm going to let you know. He was I'm slapping figurative tables. They weren't even there. <laughs> and it was making the slap the table good. noise. It was nothing there. And you just heard it. <laughs> No, I love it. I've and seen then do I it. don't know how that poor girl, she must have went to therapy or either she actually did kill herself because he told her to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think I told You literally said I've either go get I don't remember which one. He said either go get therapy or kill yourself. Either way, you're doing the world a favor. And I'm know. like, oh, my God. He told this one girl this one time, and she fucked him over. Like, she didn't fuck him over. Oh. It was a girl who we had hung out with, and, like, he was trying to get to know her and all the stuff, and, like, she had, I can't remember Whatever she had done, she had done something shady towards him. They like playing games. They yeah, it, it was clearly the girl playing. It was clearly the girl playing the game. They all got young. They all. I don't know. Anyway, he, she was clearly <laughs> playing a game with Lee, and Lee, I can't remember what the fuck she had told him. Like she had told him some of her, like her trauma and shit, and Lee was like, "Well, fine then. You want to fucking act that way? I understand why old dude did whatever he did to you." Like it, it was sideways. No, it Whoa. wasn't like abuse. It wasn't for like a fuck. It was Let's like back cheating. for a second. It was Lee was wasn't Madeline. Lee did some conversation. Oh yeah, well, he went, I remember oh, that girl. Wonderful. I understand she deserved that. It. I'm just clarifying for the listeners. Yeah, he wasn't disrespectful to her trauma. No, no, no. You no. said he. You said he's like fine, man. I was like, ah, no, because she. Well, that's whenever, the, but that's not how you did it. I'm, no, I'm no. trying to like make sure it didn't come off. Well, the thing is, when people's been through a lot of shit, because we all have, and we are smart enough to understand, and sometimes we're stupid enough. But that was the point it was at. It's like you're trying to change things and give yourself a better life. But if you continue to do the same fucking things that got you in the situation you're in, bad shit's going to continue to happen to you. And I have people ask me all the time, like, like, is it better if you move somewhere else? You know, I thought about getting it. And it's like, you know what? There's, it, I always say it's the same shit, different accent, wherever That's the good. fuck you go. Like because that. the fact is, 
there's trash all over the world. And if you're hanging out with goddamn pillheads and shit in small towns, you can go to big towns and hang out with pillheads because they got them there too. But if you hang around successful people and you're trying to do the right thing and you want to fucking get your ass up and go to work and act like somebody and you start hanging around people that act like somebody, it makes it a hell of a lot easier to be somebody. Man, I noticed last last week. And I just want everybody to want to be somebody. I want everybody to do good. And I feel bad for people that's dealt shitty hands. But you got to help yourself at some point because I know people, like you've helped a million people. I know Dustin's talked to everybody too. I know he's helped me through some shitty situations, you know, with my relationship stuff. Like, dude, she will treat you like this as long as you let her treat you. And it's like, you're right. You know what? If I don't continue, somebody can only treat you the way that you continue to let them treat you. They can't say mean shit to you if you block them and you ain't listening to what they're saying. How can they say mean shit? I'm telling you, y'all are like part of the reason. It's it's where I've got new friends now. Like I love, I love my guys from Eastman that I grew up with. I'll always love them. But when you start getting around like different people that's kind of got the same mindset about the things they want in life, like you realize you don't need like these toxic relationships or these people that are yeah. just so fucking just ugh to be around. And it's like even tonight. I'm having a fucking great time with you guys. We, tr- we tried to have some folks over at the studio the other night. Yeah. It got kind of sideways. And it yeah. wasn't anybody's fault. It's just realizing that not everybody has the same want as you do. Well, that's why. Was this y'all two? Just y'all two there? No, 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 no. Had Josh had me a birthday party the other night, and there was some drama and stuff. And you know what? I, I actually, because Jeff, he's my other best friend. He's coming. Like, y'all are my best friends since Andy Bohannon. Uh, Passed away. That's that was like my brother, but Josh Terry, Dustin Heron, and, and and Jeff Ham are my three people. You know that's my brothers, and uh, the thing is, you know Jeff's on his way, but he texts me and he's like, "Hey man, you having fun? Hope you have a good time." And you saw I wasn't drinking that much. It yeah. was like I was like, "Man, it's like." And when that shit popped off, I'm like, "Man, that reminds me why I moved to Nashville. Like I can go out, have a nice dinner, have some good drinks, and like go home, drink like." Best friends fighting. There ain't no crazy bullshit going on. Like, and it's weird because as much as we hang out in Nashville, besides that one time you called me the other night, <laughs> there's like no fights. As many bars as there are in Nashville, you hardly see fights. Growing up, going out to Franks and places like that, almost every weekend there's fights in small towns. But why? And then you got a bunch of damn people, like, Thousands, literally tens of thousands of people in a town, and there's hardly any fights. Well, it's, it's a pissing competition out. in a small town, but when it's you just get weird, to be man. so big, all right, in such a big town, it's nobody compares to each other. Like it's it's just not the same in small towns. It's comparing apples to apples, but like when you get to a big city, like nobody knows you. They don't know if you fit into their mold, so it's not really comparison. But there's a bunch of like throwing up drunk people that are all over each other. That's just what Nashville fucking all going to the bar I think it's just pretty is. much a, a thing. It's like yeah. a given thing. Not only is the bartender or the bouncer or whatever saying, hey, we don't want no problems. We don't want fights. Yeah. The same people, when they start trying to talk shit like, hey, we finna do something. Most of us say, hey, man, don't do that. If you, ever, if you do that, the whole you're messing up for everybody. And by yeah. the way, you'll never be able to come in here again. So just let the Vanderbilt drunk guy go home. <laughs> See, I, used to, I used to be an asshole when I first met Lee. I was that asshole. I don't want to fight no more. Like, I got over it. It don't prove anything. Well, I think in life, fights are inevitable. Like, at a certain point, yeah. uh, my my high school baseball coach told me, told us all this. He said, one day you're going to be in a situation, and you're going to choose. You're going to have to fight and get your ass whooped, or you're going to have to walk away and live with it the rest of your life. He said, I don't know who's smarter. He said, I just know what I can live with and what I can't live with. To I got this, my ass whooped in high school. To this day. <laughs> and it showed up to me one time in Auburn. And I got no, this ain't no joke. I had a I had a claim to fame one time. I don't know how we got to this from whatever, but anyway. No, it's not, I, I'm good. good. I'm good. This is how it rolls. It's a great story. Let's roll. Um, I was only 20 years old. It was Halloween night. We dressed up, and I was uh, I was ripped because I, I looked really good. Like, I looked like Brad Pitt in uh, 300 or whatever it was called. Yeah, me too. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm serious. Damn. I'm not that, kidding. There's no way. That's what I'm wearing. Go ahead. That's, That's what fine. I'm wearing as my uh, Halloween costume. Okay. And we go. I got some buddies. They're all in the steroids. And 
MMA and they're learning how to roll and all that stuff. These are like 24-year-olds who are only sophomores in college, and they work as bouncers at Sky Bar. I like Sky Bar. Yeah, I do too. We've been there. And I appreciate those guys for letting me in, but they really showed me their true colors this night I'm telling you about. So it's Halloween night. We do our Halloween stuff, take all our pictures. I literally have mascara and uh, that eyeliner stuff on, try to look like a Greek. Yeah. Or whatever those people were, you know. The Spartans. Spartans, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I'm dressed up like that with this kilt kind of thing and this armor on. And uh, they, they being Auburn football team, played Ole Miss, and they got beat by Ole Miss at like 11 o'clock game, and they bust them back into town. Well, they weren't supposed to lose Ole Miss. They were already in bad, like bad moods. This girl I'm dancing with, she's asking me who I am, and I was so-and-so, and she's like, Herring, right? I'm like, yeah. By that time, she sees the safety of Auburn at the time named Will Herring. And she's like, are you kin to him? And I'm like, no, I'm not. We just have the same last name. Well, you know, while people are talking, people are looking. So this dude's, like, staring me down. And then everybody else staring me down. And he's like, you talking shit? I'm like, no, dude. She was just asking me if we were kin. He's like, why are you telling people we're kin? I was like, I didn't. I'm explaining to her we just have the same last name. So I go to these bouncers and stuff and say, hey, man, these these, good, these dudes look like they want to fight. I don't want no problems. I want to take this girl. We're going to another Halloween party. By the time I get them to, like, walk me out or whatever I needed to get through the bar, I'm surrounded by Auburn football players. Man, man, you can just feel them. They're just closing in on you. And I was like, man, guys, dude, I probably I'm like, dude, I, I'm trying to just talk to anybody. I'm like, look, it's all good or whatever. And the tight end was named Tommy Trot. And he's like, hey, we don't like you telling everybody you're trying to be kin to us and be a part of you ain't a part of us, all this stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm ex- I explained the story, same story to him again. He said, we're going to count to five. You're going to apologize to Will. We're going to jump you. He said, we're going to make you apologize or something like that. I mean, I'm telling you, dude, there are like five or six of them. They got me surrounded. And I was like, and it came to my mind what Abercrombie told me. He said, told us, he said, one day. You're going to be surrounded. He said, you're going to walk out. He said, you're going to get towed out with your head high or you're going to walk with your tail t-? Something like that, you know. He basically reiterated us to that. Be a fucking man. When you're not wrong, you're not fucking wrong. How? And that's kind of what it occurred to me. I said, I can't lose. I'm not wrong. And I said, well, if they finna get me, I'm finna get one of them first. <laughs> and that dude, he started counting down. He got to about, he said, three, two. And I just looked. And I kind of obsessed it. Or obsessed it. I looked at the situation, whatever that word obsessed is. Obsessed it. No. No, it's not the right obsessed. word. Obsessed. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, no, right. no, we're not doing this. Let's stop. Assess. Assess the scene. Yeah, I assess. Oh, assess. There, you, there go, you go. There you go. And I was probably about <laughs> Thanks, where I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably about where I am now when I was in. <laughs> when that joker got the two, I planted my back foot. When I smoked him, cause I knew I got him. When I hit him, he went down. And I grabbed the first person I could, and I tucked their head as close to me, and I just started uppercutting. And I'm at this time, bottles are flying, people's getting hit. Like <laughs> I got him in a chokehold; he can't do shit. I'm using him like a damn, like a, a bag. I'm using him to <laughs> deflect stuff because people are throwing shit, hitting shit, and they're smoking this dude. I mean, they're hitting him way more than me. And meanwhile, I got a stiff little right uppercut, just right in your nose, right in your nose. <laughs> I wish he'd done that to Kim Newton while he was there. All right. We got a story about that, too. But anyway, when it all got all broke up and everything, and then they were like, he was hitting the quarterback. I didn't know it at the time, but the person I grabbed was a guy named Brandon Cox. I remember Brandon Cox. And I don't even think he had anything to do with it. He just happened to be in there. If I was you, I'd have grabbed the white guy, too. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he going to fuck with you. I've seen... I've seen the folks that have gone to Auburn. My bet, one of my best friends growing up, his, uh, his grandma and his grandpa is alum, and so is his mama. So we have went to all the games growing up, and I like been in the locker, like on the field and shit with them. How big they are! I'd have grabbed the closest white guy I could to. Well, like I said, he was taller than me and everything else. And when I grabbed him and bent him down, he was basically a shield. And when I tell you they were throwing bottles, hitting, kicking, doing whatever, he he absorbed There's- he absorbed most of the stuff. From his own book. One of the coolest moments of my life happened at that bar. Me and Lee went to go see Matt McKinney and just and Justin Dukes. Yeah. It's just been like four years ago. Yeah. 
And Justin got me to introduce him. I was fucked up. I was having a good time. I got on stage, and I always like aggravating the fuck out of people and riling folks up. <laughs> well, being there, I don't even remember what I said, but it was like calling Nick Saban the devil. Like, talking shit about Saban. And but you're in Auburn. I know. I was talking shit about Saban. Okay, I got that you. That makes sense to you now, there, I sir? Get, I get it. You know how Auburn hates the University of Alabama? Yeah, but we don't normally just talk shit for no reason. I know. I don't, I don't give a fuck about either way. I just got on stage, and I was just talking shit about Saban. Oh, I got you. And the whole fucking place went ape shit. And it was cool. I got free drinks for us the night. Well, look at you. That's cool. Entrepreneur. Shut the fuck up. Okay, can I get back to my story? I thought you was done with it. No, 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 there's more story to it. Oh, shit. Well, speed it I up, know. Tyler. I Branch. need to. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is only the like. Story's one. as long as Justin Duke's dick. <laughs> <laughs> and it rolls. Love you, Dookie. No, <laughs> nobody in like four months has talked about that huge dick. It That's is. funny as shit. It is. Deuce has got a big one on him. Did you, you not know this? You didn't listen to that podcast that took goddamn oh, 45 minutes fuck. for Tyler Branch to tell? Before, before. <laughs> smallest apartment and the biggest dick. All oh, in yeah. one story. Really? Oh, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, it's like a fucking, it's elbow to wrist. <laughs> like, it looks like he's fixing to punch you in the oh, face. Oh, my God. Man. Oh. Heck yeah, Dukes. That's awesome, man. God, he can write. He can play. He can sing. He's got a big dick. Congratulations. God damn. If I don't feel so bad about being single anymore. He's got all that going for him. He's I got. I don't feel that bad anymore. He's just got that face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Dixie. <laughs> all right, back uh, to my story, because it's the only uh, claim to fame I ever got. I, still, it, I thought we was done with it. I know, but here's what really happened at the end of it. Okay. Fight's over. They're throwing us out because I'm not 21. Cops are being called and all that kind of shit. Most of the football players are dipping out. They're leaving. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to leave, but they got a hold of me so that I can't. They're like letting everybody else go out the front. Well, about that time they said, you got to go. We're throwing you out. I said, hold up. All the football players are going out the front. Every, all of them. You, take me, you throw me out there, they really going to get me, you know? They said, no, nah, you got to go out the front. You know how cars kind of park at like a 45-degree angle or whatever it is. Yeah, parallel yeah. parking. When they're all parked like in a line, yeah, it's yeah. a long way. So what? Well, they threw me out, and next thing I know, I'm in them between those cars, and I got, I got football players in the road. I got football players in front of me. I'm backing up, and out of nowhere, my buddy, Jeremy Galloway, who is dressed like Braveheart, comes <laughs> out of nowhere and just <laughs> shoves this dude. I'm talking about, <laughs> throws him across the car. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, motherfucker. Disney characters finna show out up here. You don't mess with us, you know. He didn't see the other dude just standing over there, just blindsided him. Pow, smoked him. Jeremy goes down because he didn't even see the dude. Then I go back and running in there. We fighting again. About that time, the cops are literally pulling in. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And I, you ain't never seen so many dudes just hugging one another. Oh, no, no problem, no problem. No well, problem. You, well, you're white. You'd have been okay anyway. It's a joke. Oh, oh wow, we're in the university. That was Auburn. way before I, that stuff started happening. Right. Back when cops were like cops, you know. I didn't realize that you uh, went to college before the 60s. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't wrong, though. <laughs> well, yeah. well, you said it. It is a great state of Alabama. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm telling you. We got a checkered past. There's a, there's a movie that I just watched, and it's, uh, it's talking about this God, I wish I could remember his name. So shout out to the next one, you Auburn football players tries to mess with the dude dressed up like uh, Spartan uh, Achilles or whatever I was. They're gonna uh, kill his ass if yeah. you keep fucking on around. <laughs> yeah. You come back, you might get me. But uh, I just watched this movie and it was about this guy. Uh, he went to uh, the University of Birmingham or some shit, and his daddy. It's called University of Alabama, Birmingham. No, no, he, it wasn't the University of Alabama. It was something else. It's called UAB. I think it was you. The Blazers. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, his granddaddy was in the KKK, but like he's complete opposite or what? Like even his daddy was like a preacher and all this other stuff. But uh, they talk a lot about. There's a line in the movie. And it's like, state of Georgia is grateful for the state of Alabama because they make us look better. And then they say that the state of Alabama is grateful for the motherfuckers in Mississippi because they make them look better. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's that bad here. I don't. I don't want to know how bad it is in Mississippi. I'll put you this way: when I moved to Mississippi, I moved to the Delta of Mississippi, and I worked in Greenville, Mississippi, which is basically the heart that pumps what's called the Delta. And everybody, it's a rich history. It's a. It's a. It's a great history. It's a checkered past kind of history. It too. ain't the Delta Eight of Mississippi. <laughs> no, no, that's it ain't what the I'm Delta variant either. But uh, I put it. it this way: when I moved, when I moved over there, I had a realtor helping me try to find a place like close to because I was basically working in a place called Scott, Mississippi, or Winterville, Mississippi, and it's ten miles one way or the other. But Greenville is the closest, and she said, "Honey, I can't with good conscience at your age." put you in an apartment complex down here she said i said what do you mean she said this is just bad she said honey uh only thing you can afford right now is to live in the bad part of town if you live in the bad part of town bad things gonna happen so i had to move to the college town cleveland mississippi 45 minutes away from my job versus 10 minutes from my job because it was just better but when i got to cleveland the the white kids go to I think it's called like Sunflower Academy or something. And then the black kids go to Cleveland High School. They, they're integrated, but they let you pick where you want to go. So huh. at the time they did. So at the time, it still was segregated. Yeah. Peri- it was still like 1967 over there in, in the best place you could possibly live at. And I'm not saying it's anybody's fault. But that's just that's how it works. How not, well, it's and not there's so many private schools in the Delta. It's not that there's, different from where you don't we're wanna, from, though. If you don't want to go to school with anybody but somebody that's like you, they all go to private schools. They're paying college education from the damn sixth grade on. There was just, like, in 2015, Lee might know more about it than I do, but where we're from, like, over in Vidalia, they still did until, like, 2015. 15, somewhere in there, black and it's white. Montgomery County. Montgomery you County, that's right. They still did white proms and the black proms. Really? Yeah, and that was just uh, four I, years ago. Yeah, because there was a documentary. That they literally, up. y'all had different yeah, nights. Yeah, yeah. it was, uh, I think Friday nights was the yep. white kids and Saturday nights was the black kids or it was this Saturday's white and the, the next Saturday's In the black past fucking Are you serious? Years. And it was a huge deal because there was a... This, there's actually a documentary well, yeah, I've watched look, it. It's called like between... It's, oh, I'm looking at I this. don't mean this in a bad way, but is it just like... Being stereotypical, was white not like country music and stuff like that, and then black night was like... Probably not. More it like was, urban, hip-hop, rip. Probably uh, not. Rap, it was just whatever. that... But what changed you couldn't it go, was... Um, what I'm asking is, did, did some of the people that went to the... Uh, was it like prom? going to school they, board versus no, no, going no, no, to? No, I'm asking. Okay. Could you go to white prom and then turn around? And you'd turn around and go to the black prom too? No, I don't think. It's like you picked it was, one it was a Southern Rights is the name of the documentary. Yeah. It's on HBO. It's called Southern R-I-T. And that's where Frank's is. That's where we played. Yeah. That's where we played at Frank's. I do. This that's what happened was is there was this white or mixed girl. She, was she white. had a white daddy. No, she was I, mixed. I didn't think she was mixed. I oh, thought yeah, she was straight up biracial. White. Biracial, whatever she is. Yeah. But she had a white daddy. The white daddy was sleeping in his house. There was this this black boy that went to see them, was hanging out with her. Yeah. He wakes up in the middle of the night, and there's two black kids in his house. He gets forceful with them, tells them to sit down, points a gun at them or whatever. But he didn't know who was in his house. Right. He had no idea who was in his house. And the dudes just take off. And as two of them are taking off, was he? He fires shots and he kills one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh man! But well, his they were daughter invited away. him. He told over. him to sit there. He called the law. Yeah, he he told them to come. The law to come. Well, it yeah. was like his daughter and her friend. I yeah, think they had was, two black two guys come over, and I guess they were fuck basically. But it don't make a fuck what color they were. If you fucking my daughter in my house. Oh, I'm you stuck in my house. Like I'm just saying. That's all I was gonna think as a that's dad. What, as a dad, you don't really uh, care. Yeah, there's I don't two think boys it was the color here. as much as it was that. He, yeah, that's, that's especially if his daughter was underage, biracial, 
and underage. I'm just yes. saying he he don't hate black people if he's got a no. child with a black lady. I don't. It, well, it was. I don't remember. It's if she not was, his daughter. It's his granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's his granddaughter. Okay. That's right. That's right. It's, oh, been, a, dude, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Doesn't, it. it doesn't matter. I, I think he was. I think he was mad that there was any boy. In yeah. I know. Oh, that's I what I think. Says. It mattered what color. That's they what old dude says. Over. He still lives over there, close to. He still lives in he, fucking Vidalia. Yeah. What happened? What I've happened? been trying to get him on the show. What like, happened with the situation? A, his grand one of no. What happened when when he he he? And you're he telling me he, he go to prison. You're telling me he accidentally killed the guy. He yeah. was he wasn't aiming at him. No. He just was shooting at. Him. I don't. Know. I mean, if you it's, shoot, been, it's been so long since I watched yeah. it. It's been it's, like two he three went years to since he I've went to prison, not prison, a detention center or something for a year. He was locked up for a year. He got out and. Like he's still on probation and everything, like over that way. He shot a guy. From what I remember, but he, but he and shot. He was a, a young guy. It was, he, the, uh, he was the black 15, guys are like sixteen years old. Yeah. No, he just went to college. There, I think he was eighteen yeah, to he twenty. Just so he killed somebody. He killed a who young. Had permission to, to be somewhere, and because he didn't know who they were, see, well, nobody had permission. No. Like these two girls were staying at Granddaddy's house. These two young girls sneak in. Two guys. Two black guys. Whatever color, it don't matter. They snuck in two guys. I guess he found, like, opened the door, saw, hey, these young girls have two guys in here. Y'all come in here in the living room, sit your ass down, and I'm calling the law. And they took off to run, and he shot. That's from my He says, and, like, I remember, in like, his testimony and stuff, he says that, like, they knocked him down or something. It, and when they knocked him down, they took off running. He started firing shots. I don't think the dude meant to kill him. But at the same time, you don't shoot at somebody unless you. Yeah, and this is y'all. This trigger, is the new like uh, podcast or something you've been listening to. Or? No, no, that's no, a, this that's, is a documentary. This is HBO, this is HBO, HBO documentary uh, show. It's been out several. What years. I've been listening to is on a whole. Nother yeah, we're not gonna get into that because I don't know shit about it yet. That's the Fox Hunter. Y'all need to check it out. It's about Rhonda Sue Coleman, uh, Gail and Milton Coleman from Hazelhurst, Georgia, where I'm from. It's about their daughter that was. Uh, Abducted and, and murdered in 1990. She I'm, was 17. I'm it, trying it to get is, that guy on my show. You need to. I'm, I'm, try, I'm, I'm really listening trying. to his I'm other. Really I'm listening to his other podcast right now. Uh, I think it's called In the Red Clay. I'll look, and make sure. But that is, it's just as good. This guy, I want to know about the guy doing it. His name's Sean. Um, hold on, just a second. Not to, I think it's Sean Cop is his name. But man, he is. It's called In the Red Clay is the name of the other podcast. And it's talking about the Dixie Mafia back in the 60s and 70s up in Winder, Georgia, right outside of Athens. I and stay uh, away from Dixie Mafia stuff. Hey. It's too close to home for me. Hey, this is, uh, I'm telling you, it's wild, dude. Listen to this podcast. Oh, I'm though. sure it is. Listen to the podcast and, and the Fox Hunter. It's phenomenal. So the, the Coleman's, they still don't know who, who uh, murdered their daughter 31 years ago and they're getting older so they really want that closure and and for justice you know to find out who killed i think their too baby, uh, you know? um, from what they've shown with other past like documentaries or questions whatever the things at a certain point people have lived with it as long as they can live with it and people that were you know didn't want to be snitches or, di or they were scared for their own life you know Y'all know point, at this point they're like no somebody needs to know what happened and people when given the opportunity they come forward with some information whether it's major information or minor information it's another step that takes you to to what the truth was. Speaking of that, I'm very excited. I don't know if y'all have ever like looked up the documents or watched the documentaries on it, but all the stuff on JFK like his assassination, we're like. I don't think we're less than – I think we're five years away from, like, all the stuff being released about it from the CIA and everything to where it becomes public information. Uh, Did you listen to the Joe Rogan and uh, – the, 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 I listened to what, so what, many What's his them. buddy, though, the, uh, <laughs> the, the guy that's Cuban, but he lived in New York? What's his name? Uh, oh, you're talking about Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. Joey yeah. Diaz. Joey Diaz is, is – it's like co-hosting uh, an episode of a podcast with Joe Rogan, and it's some guy who wrote this book about like Little Havana and stuff in New York, and yeah. The how the what was going on with the mob and how they all they at the end of the day, the mob got JFK elected so that he could 
helped them overthrow Castro in Cuba. And when that happened, then they get their damn casinos back. And when they get casinos back, they'll honor everything that helped, helped with getting JFK elected. Well, Bobby, this is exactly what it said. It's been said in different bunch of stuff. Bobby would not attack Cuba because it's illegal. It's against the Geneva Convention. You can't just you can't just help overthrow a government because you don't agree with the government, even though the CIA, we were training these Cubans to overthrow Castro. Well, we sent, gave them everything they supposedly needed to do it from the land and the water, and we were supposed to supply air support. Well, air support you can't lie about. It'll have to show up that that was U.S. that bombed Cuba. Anyway, when we didn't, we didn't end up show, giving them any damn air support because that would have been breaking the Geneva Convention. Those poor guys that got trained and all that shit, they got captured by Castro. It was a failure. It was the Bay of Pigs invasion. And that's when the mob said, no. Nah. We had a deal. We get our, we get you elected. We get our casinos back. Uh, I don't think it was the mob. And he had to die. I don't think it's the mob at all. I think it was the people. JFK is the first president we've ever had that has acknowledged what is called like the cabal, which is like the wealthiest one percent, the elite of the elite. JFK is the first president until Trump. Until Trump, the only one that has mentioned it. In that entire time span, they said they were going to take down the cabal. That's the he's the only one, and he was murdered. So if you look up, so wait, wait, we will agree that he got killed by the powers that be. Oh yeah, he got of, whoever it was. Of, he yeah. didn't do what they wanted him to do, or he yeah. whatever. So if you look so up, we all agree the, that it wasn't just some the oh, guy no. that killed him. It was not Lee Harvey Oswald. It was not. That. It was we not agree fucking that. Harvey we Oswald. We all agree that some powers that be. He owed them something or wouldn't do what they told him to do. <coughs> okay, cool. Well, then we're halfway there. Yeah. I can agree with you on that. But you should look up the Bilderberg group. Yep. That Have you checked them I know out? You, I, know, I know exactly so what you're talking about. Is that going to make me depressed? No, it's going to make you realize that it is crazy. Yeah. So basically, um, every two years or four years, I don't remember, I think it's two years, they have a meeting. And uh, it's like the most, the most, the riches of the rich, the yeah. most powerful people. From Supposedly the, the Clintons, the Bushes, the yeah. Obamas. It's the, just Americans, or no, no, no. It's everybody the in the entire world. world. So, so this is where all that one world government, new yes. world order, all this shit comes in. The most powerful people, like the people that own Apple, the people they're they're like, okay, well, this year we're gonna push. This cell phone company, they're going to make this much money. We're going to push Amazon. We're going to push this and this, and we're going to get this person elected. We're going. This is how we're going to do it. And there's just all these people that get together. Supposedly, I don't know. Like I said, but their very first meeting ever was in Saint Simon's, Georgia, on well, Saint Simon's Island. In 19, how long ago? How long? Nineteen fifty-two or fifty-four was their first. It's meeting. way sooner than that. No, no, no. That's when they they started doing the... That was their the, very first Bilderberg group meeting was 1950-something. When they said we had to start paying taxes, that wasn't the same thing, though. But no, that happened. was in the 60s. <laughs> but it started in St. Simon's. Or not taxes. Taxes have been fucking going forever. No, but. taxes are if technically they're illegal. Now you're talking about FICA, which yep. is the federal income yep. taxes That's started in like 68 yep. or yep. something like that. But also you got Social Security because I work with all that shit. And a lot of people, you know, what's funny is I hear, you know, a lot of people screaming Medicare for all and me working with Medicare. I don't think just to, just to educate the listeners a little bit, everybody's screaming Medicare for all. I understand what you're saying, but I think what they really mean is Medicaid for all because Medicare for all means that you still have to pay 20 percent. So if your hospital bill is one hundred thousand dollars, you're still going to get billed twenty thousand dollars. But you also had to pay into Social Security as in. Social Security taxes, you have to pay in for 10 years or 40 tax quarters. You have to pay in in order to get Medicare Part A. And Part B is $148.49 a month, or 48 cents a month, excuse me. So it's 150 bucks a month. So if you're saying Medicare for all, that means everybody has to pay 150 bucks a month. And you had to have worked and paid into taxes for 10 years at least. 
in order to get Medicare. So I'm all for Medicare for all. If y'all want to do that shit, fine. Everybody pay $150 a month, and, and let's get this shit going. Because guess what? I sell Medicare. That means I can help everybody and not just people over the age of 65 and people on disability. But what they really screaming is Medicare for all, which is or Medicaid for all, I mean, which, which is, is, wrong. Uh, is welfare. Medicaid is welfare. That's what they really want is just free health care. But, I mean, we all know ain't nothing free. Who the fuck's going to pay them doctors, nurses, x-ray technicians, everybody in the damn hospital and health care field? It don't work like that. It just don't. No, I, I don't. I don't believe in like universal health care. To be honest with you, I don't I, either. Because it's I shitty. You're, the thing is, so if I go to a doctor and they're like, well, this is who, so and so, this is what the government says you can see this doctor. Well, clearly he said uh, that I have this, and I don't think it's that at all. I think this is a shitty doctor. I can't go get a second opinion. I can't do this or this. Well, no, it says it only covers this one test in this one area. That you know, well, fuck that. If I, I bust my ass and I work and pay my bills, I want to be able to go see who the fuck I want to see when the fuck I want to see him. Because I think you should be allowed to take experimental drugs. I think you should be able to do whatever you want to save your fucking life. If you got Absolutely. cancer and you want to just eat whole foods, natural, organic shit, and not go on radiation and try to cure yourself, do it. If you are terminally ill and you want to fucking, you know, do the whole Dr. Kevorkian shit and you want, you know, whatever, I think you are should. Are talking about offing yourself? Yeah. I think that if you are on a, on a level that you are going to go anyway and it's going to ease your pain sooner and, and, you know, I'm all for that. Euthanasia. No, I'm not. You're not? Really? Uh -uh. I, I am. I am. I'm not. I, I, don't, I don't think, think you I don't think, I don't think I get a right to tell somebody else yeah, I don't what think, to do. Yeah. Whether I agree with it, like it or not, I don't think that, I That's I, probably I, how I feel. I don't get to tell you. you what to do. Well, that's I, my point. I don't my want body, you to do my body, my choice shit, I feel the same way with the vaccine. I not want you to do it, Everything but I don't else. get to tell you you can't. Yeah, well, the thing is, you can tell them, hey, you can't kill yourself. I'm not going to make it painless for you, so here's a gun. Because you could go buy a fucking gun and a bullet, but... We won't give you something to inject you and make you ease off to sleep and help your pain go away and help your family not have to watch you just fucking deteriorate for three years in a fucking bed. Sorry, but that's... See, I think it just goes by the person. Like, my, well, that, all my, I'm my saying, granddaddy, I'm <laughs> when my granddaddy got cancer, like, he went through a little bit of chemo. It, it really fucked him up and it made him feel sick. But my grandma at the time was like, please keep fighting. Now he's still here. No, but, no. but I've seen people that it has just completely wiped them out. They wasn't going to get any better. And if they want to go beforehand, if there's no – but who's to say that, like, it can't be fixed? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if it's, like, inevitable, they are, like, a fucking just, I'm, like, you know. No, anybody with a fighting chance, no. I don't – I'm just saying I think that they should have that choice. If they're in pain every day – for three or four years, you know, and just just miserable and hurting. I think I'm just telling you right choice. now, Tucker. If my dick ever don't work, just pull the plug. I don't care what. But that'll be the only thing you pull because you don't pull out. Bless your heart. Just I've only left it in twice. Yep, you got, you two, got two beautiful little girls. Everything else, I pulled out. Don't talk about me pulling out when yeah. your bitch ass can't put in. Hey. Fuck around and get both in. All, right, so <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the rules of the lake. Yeah, go ahead. Right, we're, we're, we're at 50. Sorry about the serious shit, y'all. Yeah. We're just. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. We're at 53 minutes. We got. We're just like, this is serious. I don't care. I'm just. No, I'm no, just this is hanging fine. out I just have and talking. And, and just to clarify, I don't want you to think like I'm like, hey, if you got cancer, we're gonna kill you. That is not what I meant at all. I meant if somebody is legit. Miserable and Lee they're Tucker in pain will all come the time. To your house and choke you the fuck out till you are not breathing anymore. We're not. I, with I, his dick. I cry when I watch wow. that. Uh, you gotta yeah. be like that. I'm tender because it's got way too serious. It did get serious. Like it, it, it got serious. serial. Anyways, all right. So the rules of the lake. Go ahead, man. Lake Martin, big. Alabama. By the way, just so y'all know which lake. Jim and Bob's Lake House. Oh, yeah. Saint Once again, thank you for having us. We used to get to come over here when I was in college, and like I said, we would screw up every time. I would be so nervous the whole time I was here. I was more worried about – I couldn't even have a good time because I was worried about one of my buddies, like, dropping something or spilling something or – you never know. But we've passed that now where we just write them a check and we say, all right, this is what happened. This is what Lee Tucker did this. It, Lee's going to get blamed for whatever. I way. don't give a fuck. Shout out to Lee Tucker for being the uh, – 
Scapegoat. Scapegoat. Yeah. He's the guy. Me and Lee Oswald. Wall. No he's our, yeah, he's our lead Harvey Oswald. <laughs> give me some that, my wallet. Yeah. My wallet. My wallet, my wallet. My wallet, my wallet. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, cup. Quit. Anywho, it's pretty simple. The rules for the one I'm here at the lake, I don't tell you what time to go to sleep. I don't tell you what time to wake up. I don't tell you what to cook. I don't care what time you start cooking it. But don't wake me up. You take a shower in the outside, the inside. That is why. Like, when whatever. You, when There's you, no schedule. And if Lee Tucker asked me that somebody else did it a certain way of this thing, I was going to tell him, Lee. That is why I was so quick to say yes when you called me like a month and a half ago and asked me if I'd come up here. Because, like, I knew me and you are a lot the same way. Lee likes structured. I don't knock anybody for liking structured shit, knowing what they're going to do, when they're going to do it. That's fine. I don't. You do. It's according to where I'm at. It's according to where I'm at. But I like to, like, if I get up tomorrow morning and I'm hungover as shit, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to lay in that fucking bed. Yeah, but y'all the ones that's more like, hey, bitch, get up. It's 9 a.m. Get up. We're going to play golf. I don't know. We're going to play golf. But you said last night. Well, that's golf. But anything else, you said last night that you wanted us to get you up. Now, if you say before you go to bed at night that you don't give a fuck in the morning if we go fishing or go play golf, you won't get woke up. I'm going with y'all. I mean, like, this is our trip. We want you to go with us. I know. Well, I want to go today. Now that we know that you don't have COVID, you can go with us anywhere. Now that I'm disease-free, ladies. I am not. (laughs) He's like, hey, I ain't got COVID. You don't have the COVID. Actually, I don't have AIDS or herpes or nothing. I just found out from my doctor. He's an asshole. Hey, let me tell you. Because he scared I had, me. Uh, I had not too long ago, I had to go get uh, go to the health department for, you know, personal reasons. And uh, Send another UTI? That, all the time. Yeah. And they told me. like <laughs> I had kidneys to, ain't functioning. There's this mucus. I, I straight up asked them, like, they when you go into the health department, they ask you, like, do you want to be tested for, like, so-and-so because it costs extra. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to be real with you. It's been a rough 10 years. Let's just go ahead and fucking test me for whatever. Actually, they all have whiskey, too. I'd like an yeah. AIDS test and a shot. Yeah. Double shot and one on the rocks. Because, but the only thing I was, like, really happy about when she came back and was like, you don't have the AIDS. Yeah. And I was like, that's fine. That's the only one to kill you. Yeah, you're like, I've had this cough for 20 years. I thought it was AIDS. And yeah. Every documentary <laughs> I've ever watched about a sports figure, because he banged a lot of bitches, he always has, like, You are chronic, no sports figure. I'm not at all. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's don't get on who's That's not what I said. I was going to say. <laughs> no. I was like, but. Not what I said. Not but I'm every saying. documentary I've ever watched, like on a sports figure that dies early in life, is always because he banged a lot of women and he had the AIDS. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I've done a lot of shit. Tommy uh, Morrison, the Tommy Gun. It's a documentary, 30 for 30. Oh, he's a boxer. Kids. He's a boxer. They got a lot of pussy. But they tell in the documentary, like, he's shooting shit up into like the veins in his dick. Mm. He probably, I'm not everything. saying he deserved the AIDS, but if you put a needle in your dick to get high, mm-hmm. you might deserve the AIDS. Mm-hmm. Fuck that noise. Don't get AIDS. AIDS mm-hmm. is bad. Okay. okay. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. AIDS are bad. Cancer sucks. Okay. Okay, well, uh, this was a great podcast, I think. Um, this, I think got, this was dark and morbid. got deep. Uh, but I think I, we didn't. I didn't say anything I regret. Um, I think we can do another one tomorrow, probably. We are. You need well, yeah. to, uh, I'm telling you, when you get to talk to uh, Jeff. We got to get, get talk Jeff Jake, on here. You get to talk to Jake. These are like regular people. And it and and they remember stories. The fuck you think you are? Um, you I'm saying, regular? I, I'm kind of not regular. I'm kind of special. You know what time it is? I've been touched. Let me, let me. Let I know, but finish. what time? Did you tell you somebody? Tell <laughs> what I'm trying to say is. Uh, Jeff will remember stories about Lee that Lee don't remember because that's we weren't true. there when it happened. And you know what I mean? And Jake's <laughs> going to tell you stories that I don't remember. And then it'll come back and then it'll be the best podcast probably ever. It will be very good. This is a good one, though. I enjoyed yeah. it. This is just us hanging out. This is all we talk. Like, if anybody listening, this is literally, y'all think we'd be talking about pussy all the time? This is what we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, no. I didn't know that was part of. I the, didn't either. Uh, I no, didn't know every woman thinks. <laughs> every woman thinks. That's women. Like yeah, that's Get what. But that's like my listening audience. Yeah, we love Jesus. y'all bitches. Yeah, I love each and every one of y'all. But we be talking <laughs> about shit that's not got shit to do with you. We want to know who killed JFK. And no. just so you know, I wish you would treat me the way that you treat these women. 
The Lord knows my little fat naked ass just walked through the house while going. Just like, oh my God. I was like, look here, if I had a vagina, you'd be all over. Tucker, he's, a, he's a chubby chaser. I just want to I go do right. like thick women. Yes. I, do, I don't have a problem with thick women. I got thick thighs. When you walk through that, <laughs> thick bitch, when you walk, when you shout walk, out to Priscilla Block. We love you, bitch. When you walk through that house, I just didn't want to look at it. Sorry. You know why, though? It was like looking in a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, is that what I really look like? Yeah, that's why I didn't want to see. <laughs> that's why I don't watch porn with, like, I don't type in chubby ah. ginger, small penis, bangs, hot Asian. Like, I don't want to see me fucking. So when you walked through the house naked a while ago, I was like, I'm just going to look away. That That's my family. The Asian. All right, boys and girls, I'm going uh, <laughs> yes. to step out now. Because no, we're off. I'm going to bed. Asian you, know, you know bed. what time it is? I'm not going to bed. No, I'm not going to bed. We're facing to go watch Django. Folks, thanks for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. Whenever Django comes up, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to stop recording. But, uh, hey, we got another episode coming out before the end of the weekend. Thank you all. And uh, Lee Tucker, Dustin Heron, go listen to their music. Go look them up on Please Instagram, to TikTok, really all that good shit. DustinHeronMusic.com. Lee Tucker Music on your Instagram. Come on. Love y'all. Catch you later.